Ah, welcome Moon and Star. Daniel K welcomes you to episode 6 of the uh, Digimon for Sleep uh, season, series, podcast, episodes. Um, in the last episode, I'm sure you remember uh, Gomamon and Jokido decided to go gather some Digi clams. They had some help from their friends. Uh, there was some, like, friend politics. Tai Chi and Yamato had a competition which maybe was verging on being a little unfriendly. But in the end, after some, some support from Jokido, it turned out everyone had a good time anyway and they got along. Hooray. That was like a little side episode. I don't know, like, did they gather clams in the anime? I don't remember. Joseph, did they gather clams in the anime? Do you remember? I was very impressed that in the episode, I think it was episode three, maybe it was two, maybe it was episode one. I don't exactly remember. I'm not very good at remembering. But in the episode where I was like, oh, is that called File Mountain in the middle? I don't remember the name of the File Mountain. Does anyone remember? Uh, Joseph, when listening, went, oh, that's Infinity Mountain. Well, at first he was like, no, I don't remember. Oh, wait, hang on, that's Infinity Mountain. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, okay, cool, Infinity Mountain. When we play up to the point where we're introduced to the idea of Infinity Mountain in this game that we're playing right now, we might be, you know, we might learn that it has a different name in this game because maybe this game has tried to, the English translators have tried to be quite close to, uh, you know, the Japanese intention of the words. It might be slightly different to the original English TV translation. Different translations can have different results. But maybe they're like, hey, who's going to play this game? Hey, we're the translation team. Who's going to play this game? Oh, I know, English-speaking Digimon fans who can't speak Japanese. Maybe we should make the names the same as the show they like. Maybe. Yeah, okay. So actually, maybe that's a more realistic assumption to make. Anyway, so we gather the clams. And all that's left to do now is to continue the main story in the next episode, which is called The Blue Wolf Garurumon. I'm going to select it. But the leader is Matt Yamato. Um, we're going to change the party around a bit. Um, in episode four, where I asked people who know me in real life and can talk to me in real life to tell me who to put in the party, Joseph said, put Yamato and little uh, TK uh, in the party, Matt's little brother, um, so we're gonna, let's see, let's move Joe out of the party, and instead we're gonna put in Padamon and Takeru, Takeru Takashi, and Sora's in the party, I like this pink bird, but how about we put, I mean, Izzy hasn't been in the party at all, has he, Izzy, and, um, and the little bug, is that Tentamon? I think it's Tentamon. Yeah, so let's put Izzy in. We'll throw Izzy in as a bonus. So we got Izzy, we got TK, we got Matt, aka Yamato, aka Takero, aka Kashuri, Kashiru, sorry. Well, that's good enough for me. All right. Uh, episode start. Start Blue Wolf Garurumon? Yeah. Absolutely. Episode start. Mimi says, Oh, I'm so tired. 
If I walk anymore, my legs will get thick. Thick with muscles from walking. I mean, surely she should be like, hooray, that'll help me horse riding and camping and do an outdoorsmanship. Like, I, maybe I'm just picking up clues that don't lead to anything, but she had all that camping gear with her, right? She has like, didn't she have like solid fuel in a gas stove or something, just in her pack? Anyway, but uh, where are we, listeners? We're in a green, sort of grassy sort of path area with trees and some, uh, some sort of, yeah, plants, rocky formations in the background that seem unimportant. But we're on a sort of path through this greenery and there's these signs. There's like stop signs and do not pass signs and give way signs. And Palmon says, Mimi... This is why you should have. You, this is why you should have roots for legs. And then he's like, I don't want roots. Sora says, Huh? Looks like it's getting dark. And Izzy Kashiro Azumi says, What should we do? It'll be dangerous if we keep on going after dark. Tentamon, his Digimon says, I smell. I smell it. There's fresh water. There's a lake around here. And Tai Chi says, well, we're all feeling tired and hungry. And Yamato says, should we make a camp at the lake for the night? And here's Matt, leader of the party, uh, with his Digimon, whose name is... Uh, Gabumon. Following behind. I like Gabumon. Everyone likes a Gabumon. Um... Yeah. Hey, wait one second, listeners. Um, I'm just going to rearrange all the digi pieces so that, like, I'm going to take them off the people who aren't in the party and I'm going to stick them on these Digimon who are in the party just to make these some tough, some tough little Digimon. Last episode, we had cow noises during all of the edit breaks. So it only makes sense that this episode we should have... Um... Goat noises. <laughs> So, here we go. Uh, let me just rearrange all the digi pieces. There we go. All right. So, given Tentamon, let's see, a special points boost and a poison guard. I've given Gabumon, Matt's Digimon, uh, the attack boost. And I've given um, Patamon the HP boost. Because he had the lowest health of all of them by about 100 points. His health was like 200 something. And now he's got the HP boost, but everybody still has higher HP than him. So I think it was a good move to, to boost him back up to sort of standard. He might be just a little guy. You know, just a little guy. All right. Well, that's done. Let's go. We walk down the path. There's the run button. There's the run button. Do we see any Digimon? Oh, no, there's a little Poopmon. One of them little, uh, what's it called? You know, the, the ones that, that throw poo. Oh, we just performed a successful ambush, a Numamon, and there's a Betamon. Since I've started this series, um, my little son Joseph got a, a Digimon virtual pet for Christmas from Santa Claus. And we got a, um, a what's it called? A Betamon. We got a Betamon. We hatched it out of an egg. I mean, at first it was a little Blobamon, and then it was a little, you know, Snifflymon, and then it was a Betamon. 
So, so it turns out those little Digi Virtual pets, they've got all of these like enemy Digimon just kind of mixed in as well. They're probably one of these, well, probably you could get a Numamon in the little digital, digital virtual, Digimon Virtual pet. I don't really know, you know, people I think really know how to like get the Digimon they want out of those virtual pet things. You know, okay, I have to start with this egg. I have to train my Digimon up to this effort ranking. And then when it digivolves the third time after winning this many battles in the arena, it will be a, you know, a Gabumon, like I was hoping it would be. And people plan through it like that. That's not my style, man. I'm just like, yeah, whatever, clean up the poo, heal the injury. Okay, put it to sleep. Whoa, it digivolved? Oh, it's a, be a Beatamon? That's cool, I guess. Cool. Alright, so let's fight this Numamon and Beatamon, which I did a successful sneak attack by running around to the back of it in the when we were running around, you know, just in the, in the, in the normal area. Let's just have a fight now. Goat noise, goat noise. Alright, the fight's not over, but we're about to listen to Tentamon do his Petite Thunder move. Petite Thunder! Hmm, alright, what about you, Patamon? What have you got? Air Shot. Let's listen to Air Shot. Hey, shot the Whoa, 416 damage. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Maybe Patamon's skills do a lot of damage because he has low attack and low HP. Maybe that's how it's rolled out for him. I noticed that Gabumon with the attack boosting Digigear was doing like 160 damage with his physical attacks. The other two, Patamon and Tentamon, were just doing 50 or 60 damage. So the the Digigear boosts the stats pretty significantly. I think this is how you, you know, make the characters different and make one of them an, an attacking character, one of them a spell-using character. You know, that kind of thing. Obviously. All right, well, let's keep on going. Wow, Gabumon leveled up. Oh, wow. One of the one of the Digimon dropped a slimy ball. Great. I put that in my pocket. Great. Here's Matt running through the running through the forest with a slimy ball in his pocket. Oh no, a mushroom mon. Alright, let's fight it. Oh. That's interesting. Oh, the new one is doing poop throw. Um Tentamon's secondary skill, twice arm, he says something for. He just goes, twice arm. It's not very exciting. But whoa. Uh, Patamon has an ability called Thousand Wing. It's the second one on the list, which is usually a weaker ability, but this one costs more special power. Oh, targets all enemies and generates a multi-hit flurry of wind attacks. Let's use Thousand Wing. Oh, uh, he didn't say anything about it. But yeah, I guess that was effective. Hooray. Alright, on with the battle. Cool. Victory! Go, little Patamon. Um, cactus, uh, cowboy hat cactus ladies Digimon leveled up to level six. I've forgotten its name. It's another slimy ball and an antidote dropped. And let's get on with it. And let's get on with it. It was nice. Hey, here's a little item box. Time to get an item. Item. Ooh. Um, cool. Obtained heal. So, uh, I noticed in those battles I was just having, like that one I just ran away from then. Phew. Oh! I'll talk to you about what Piamon just said in a second, listeners. In those battles I was just having, uh, in, in the little battle, you know, the battle screen you go to, you go to this kind of little nondescript little 
sort of, you know, you have a random encounter, and then the battle happens on this weird little place, this sort of green grassy plain that I guess the Digimon just go to. You know, in the logic of the show, it's just like a zoom up of the environment that they're in, you know. But I noticed what happened is it was the same as the the sort of grassy path battle arena that we've been having the last couple episodes when we haven't been having beach battles. It's the same as the grassy path area, except now it's got all these signs in the background and uh, traffic cones, just like, you know, just like the environment has when we're walking through it, not in a battle. So that's nice, I guess. And now here we are at the lake. And Piamon says, Piamon's the um, Sora's bird, Digimon. Piamon says, whoa, it's a big lake. And listeners, it is a big lake. And there are like electrical pylons half sunk in the middle of the lake. And there's an island with a city tram totally disassociated from any track or any power line just sitting in the middle of the island. And it looks like a nice kind of gray boxy square um, light rail tram, you know, you know, a tram. And there it is, a box car, you know, just sitting there on an island in the middle of the lake. And Piemon says, whoa, it's a big lake. This is the kind of stuff I love about Digimon. And Sora's like, yeah, this is the perfect place to camp. And Mimi, Cactus Hack, uh, Cowboy Lady says, hey, if we camp out here, does that mean we'll have to sleep outdoors? Maybe I was wrong about Mimi. Maybe she was telling a joke when she said she had a camping stove and solid fuel in her pack. And Ty's like, yeah, it looks like it. And Mimi's like, what? No way. Yeah, I remember. Mimi hates bugs. We found that out in the first episode. TK, Takeru Takashi says, hey, look, there's a trolley over there. Oh, there is, says Ty. And Izzy's like, why would there be a trolley car in a place like this? There it is. Oh, it looks really cool and cute. I mean, you're listening. Listeners, you know that, uh, I don't know, transport can look cute. And this tram is really cute. It's got a good, um, got a good color scream. Scream? A color scream? Oh, no. (laughs) Blue! Red! It's the color scream. I hope you're all having a restful restful time in bed, listeners, getting off to sleep. That was the colour scream joke. It has a really restful colour scheme of, like, uh, beige and green. It's like a beige and green tram. Really square. Really boxy. Really rectangular. Quite a tall rectangle. A high centre of gravity on this tall grey-green rectangle. I'm into it. I like this tram. I'd happily get on this tram. I'd go to the. I'd go to a cafe strip on this tram. I'd take this tram from, you know, uh, I don't know, a street where there's lots of op shops to a street where there's a supermarket. Where I have to go to. It would be a good time on this tram. And Yamato's like, "Whoa, ha! Huh, the lights just went on." And he's right, they did. And Jua Kiddo says, "Oh, someone must be in this car. There's people besides us here." And Taiji says, "Yeah, let's go check it out." And here we are. So it looks like we can... Uh, uh, there's like an isthmus here? Yeah, there's an isthmus. Listeners, do you know what an isthmus is? Well, if you picture the coast, and then you picture an island off the coast, but then you picture 
a thin strip of land connecting the coast to the island. That's an isthmus. It's like a land path with water on either side. An isthmus. I think there's a Bill Callahan song where he talks about an isthmus. If so, Editor Dan, you know what to do. An animalless isthmus Beyond the sea Good job, Editor Dan. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah, here we are. We walked across the isthmus uh, onto the island with the tram. Is it an island if it's connected with an isthmus? Maybe there's a special name for the bit on the end of an isthmus, if it's like an island. Editor Dan, is there a special name for the bit on the, bit on the end of an isthmus? Yes, it's called a tide island. Now, not tides spelled like a tide, like the tidal forces of the ocean. No, no, no. It's spelled differently like tide, like the island is tied to the mainland. A tide island. Sometimes it's a, a land a land tide island is what it's called. Pretty confusing, huh? Because you might think it's oh like a tidal island, like an island which is connected at low tide but is an island at high tide. No, that's a tidal island. The the uh, trolley cart, the tram island is a tide island. Did a lot of research on isthmuses. Um, Usually, if you, if you go looking for tide islands yourself, you'll find a lot of places saying, oh yeah, the, the strip of land connecting the mainland to the tide island is called a tombolo. And when you research tombolos, they're isthmuses which are built out of tidally deposited beach material. Um, and when I first started reading about it, I was like, oh, I was calling this an isthmus. I'm not too sure if this is really an isthmus. No, it, it is an isthmus because in the game, it's not made of beach material. It is a land bridge, just like all isthmuses are. See, this is a funny thing. We're like three definitions deep here. All tombolos are isthmuses, but not all isthmuses are tombolos. This one isn't because it's not made out of beach material. It's made out of grassy land. And all isthmuses are land bridges, but not all land bridges are isthmuses. If you see what I mean. Anyway, back to the show, everyone. Okay, well, thanks. Now we all have learned. Okay, uh, Ty sees the tram. Mm, there's no one here, he says. Sora says, yeah, it seems like it. And they all look disappointed. And Tai Chi says... After all of those phones, what's going on? Sora's like, we should sleep here. Let's just figure it out in the morning. Yeah, very practical. And Gabumon says, sniff, sniff. Huh, this is, uh... Yamato says, what's the matter, Gabumon? And Gabumon says, something smells delicious here in the forest. And Agumon says, yeah, you're right. Is it fruit? Ty says, fruit? Hey, now that you mention it, I am pretty hungry. Izzy says, could get cold tonight. We don't have any way to keep ourselves warm. Yamato says, why don't we set up a camp? It takes more than set up a camp. To keep yourself warm. Let's go look for food and materials. Well, 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 looks like that's our job. Here we are on the end of the special thing on the end of the Isthmus, which we all know the name of now, definitely. And here's Yamato and Gabumon, and here's the tram. 
Oh, looks good. We can walk around it. Mmm, looks nice. But we can't do anything with it yet. We've got to leave. Yeah, I guess our job now is just to go back to the forest and look for materials. Some camping materials. Okay, then. Okay, let's go looking this way. A.K.A. not the way that we came from. Mm, traffic cones, street signs with arrows pointing in different directions. A save point. Ah, a chance to heal. Yeah, that's something I wanted to mention. I got it a little bit wrong uh, in the early episodes. I thought at first that your characters heal after every battle. They actually only heal up to full after leveling up. They don't heal after every battle. Uh, but they level up so often that it's kind of like they get a big healing boost. Um, maybe that'll change as the game goes on. Maybe levels will be longer and longer between. But um, luckily I was also forgetting how Final Fantasy X works. Because the truth is, um, you heal at every single save point in Final Fantasy X, not after every battle. Dear listeners, I was thinking of The Legend of Sword and Fairy, which was, I, I think, a... is it... Uh, Chinese? I know it's Cantonese language. Maybe it's um, Taiwanese RPG, which I've enjoyed very much. And after every single battle, a percentage of your health and magic comes back. So you're kind of encouraged to use your big spells more often than you would be in a normal RPG, where you're often rewarded for kind of saving them up for, you know, big important fights. I kind of like it when... Yeah, anyway, blah, 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 blah. There, we've saved the game. Now, what kind of supplies are we actually going to look for? Well, there's a whole, a whole pile of item boxes. Here's one item box. Fragrant petals times three. And there's another item box. Hard wing times three. That's all the item boxes. Maybe they were the camping supplies. Well, there's a mushroom mod. Let's see if I can uh, trick it into, into walking away. And I'll get it from behind. hi yeah, Yeah, it works. You can aggro them, you can aggro the enemies, have them chase after you, run away a little bit, and then when they stop running, they just kind of like sit there and, and don't do anything for a bit. And you can, you can go around and get them. Alright, let's just have this fight, shall we? Whoa. What was that? I guess every now and again, every now and again they'll just shout something cool when they're attacking. There we go. Victory achieved. We'll beat the mushroom on. And it's three friends. Three Digimon leveled up. TK's Digimon. Uh, Tentamon is his Digimon. And the bird Digimon. Sora's Digimon. I forget all their names all the time. It's hard with Digimon. Unless it's a Digimon like Fridgemon. You're probably going to forget it. You're never going to forget Fridgemon. The Digimon named Fridgemon. That name is staying with you for life. <laughs> we haven't met Fridgemon in this series. This game. But I'm sure Fridgemon will come up. Um, oh look, here's another Beatamon. Oh, a bonding combo between Matt and TK. Whoa! Patamon did a huge, wow, Patamon shot a huge, like, uh, sort of big purple pea of, of energy. And it nearly totally knocked out the Beatamon. That was cool. It just randomly... I lost control of the fight for a little bit, and when it was little Patamon's turn, I didn't get to put in an input. No. It was um, uh, a Matt and TK bonding attack. Panamon did a big strong attack that did like 500 damage. That was cool. 
Huh, alright. Well, there's a fork in the road. I can go north. I can go never eat soggy wheat picks to the west. I think I'm going to go north. Between some traffic cones, there's a sparkly item. Um, Gabbyman says, oh, these are, um, yeah, they look like apples, says Matt. Those are digi-apples. They're really sour and tasty, says Palmon the cactus. Mimi says, that doesn't sound very tasty, but we obtained the digi-apples. This won't be enough for camp. Let's keep on exploring the forest, says Matt. Yeah, let's keep on exploring. And we can go north. Okay, this is just a resource gathering uh, expedition, listeners. HP capsules. Here's a resource. Oh, what is this? asks Yamato. And Juo Kiddo says, Ah, oh, that's firewood. We could cook food with it. Ah, I can light it up with my baby flame, says Agumon. Oh, I could use my putty fire too, says Gabumon. And Patamon says, I could use an air shot. You just blow the firewood away, says Juo Kiddo. And we obtain the firewood. This won't be enough for camp. Come on, let's keep exploring the forest, says Yamato. Okay. So it looks like our job is to explore the forest and investigate sp sparkly spots on the ground. And we'll find food and resources. Let's do it. Um... I've forgotten the name of the big red bug from episode one. You know the one. Cutting down trees with its uh, razor-sharp mouth parts. Chasing the kids around off of cliffs. Saved by marching fishes at the last second. You know the big red bug? Uh, Mimi really hated it. Well, it looks like it's just flying around right here. Here it is. It's just flying around the forest, along with the other random encounter Digimon that I'm currently avoiding. Um, let's see what's up when we approach it. Whoa, it wasn't very, uh... I think I just got... Oh, cool. We got a, uh, a speed-boosting digi piece. I'll have to investigate that later. Yeah, I was able to just wander past that big scary red bug. Let me quickly look in my library to remind myself the name of this, um... Here it is. Kawagamon. Yeah, Kawagamon. Okay. So I was able to just walk past it. Didn't seem very aggressive. Not like I remember it being at all. I can get quite near it and it doesn't notice me or freak out. Oh no, there it goes. Oh, I think it got me from behind. And that's bad. Yeah, I was just caught off guard. That means Kawagamon gets an attack off first. He's using scissor arms on Agumon, but it totally missed. I mean, Gabumon. I don't have Agumon in the party. All right, let's go all out. We're just going to use up all our super expensive skills. Petit fire from Gabumon on Kowagamon. Petit fire! 420 damage. Oh, it's not a big deal at all. Air shot from Patamon. <laughs> Tentamon, how about a Petit Thunder? They're saying Petit, listeners. Uh, petit is French for small, so... Um, just like Agumon has, does Agumon have petite fire? I think so. Maybe? Or maybe I'm getting it mixed up with one of the other Digimon. Anyway, they're saying petite, meaning like little fire and little thunder. Um, okay, Gabumon, let me try using, oh, it was Gabumon who has petite fire. I'm a real forgetful man. I totally forgot that it was the Digimon in my party which has Petite Fire and that I used it 10 seconds ago. Why, why did I think that Agumon 
baby flame Digimon had petite fire. Let's just use petite fire with Gabumon. Silly me. Like I just heard that a second ago. And look, Kawagamon was defeated. We've apparently achieved victory over Kawagamon. That's that taken care of. I'm sure that uh, Mimi will be very pleased when she hears the news. And we got a shiny antenna. Great. Um, just keep on following the path in this direction. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Oh, no! Oh! Okay, well, I was caught off guard by a Numamon and a Mushmon because I was running away from a huge dinosaur Digimon. It was like a big grey theropod, like with an armoured back. It looked a little bit like Greymon, but greyer. Anyway, big bad guy Digimon. Okay, let's just have this, let's have this battle, shall we? Okay, victory was achieved. Got some, uh, got some XP. Yeah, it's stomping around. Oh, it's quadrupedal, it walks on four legs. So not like a theropod. Yeah, okay, I see it a little closely now. It looks like a heavily armored triceratops. Um, I quickly snuck past it and got an item from an item box. And there's many item boxes around here. I guess that this must be maybe like a little bonus optional extra area with this big monster in the middle of it. Because oh, there's, another, there's another item box with hard wings in it. And here's a little sparkly area. I've just bypassed the scary looking Digimon. Oh, Yamato says, these seem to be... Angomamon, Joe's Digimon speaks up. Those are Digibananas. They're really juicy. Yuck. You know, I don't know if I like the sound of a juicy banana. Sora says, that's not like bananas are in our world at all. Yeah, Sora speaks up with the truth. Izzy's like, is it possible that they're poisonous to humans? Good point, Izzy. Tai Chi says, it'll be fine. Bananas are bananas. Tai Chi, you're a banana. What do you mean? Bananas are bananas. I don't even trust human earth bananas to all not be poisonous. Yamato's like, okay then, Tai Chi, you'll be the poison tester. And Tai's like, dot, 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 dot. Obtain the digi bananas. <laughs> well, this won't be enough for our camp. Let's keep exploring, says Yamato. I'm going to fight the big scary Digimon. I think I don't have enough health at the moment to fight the big scary Digimon. I'm a little beat up after all of these battles. I'm just going to bypass it. Um, yeah, I've just moved on to the next area past the big scary Digimon. But there's another one! Ugh. This is a weird episode. Oh no, I've been attacked from behind again. <laughs> Got it. All right. So during that battle, there was another bonding moment between Matt and TK. And I noticed that Patamon, right? Um, Patamon has uh, air shot. That's his attack. And the bonding attack is actually just a, like a slightly powered up version of air shot. It's the same animation. Uh, Patamon shouts out air shot when he's doing it. But it's like a bonus turn. I then went on and I got Patamon's normal turn. So it's like just a whole bonus special attack. It's really cool, actually. I like it. I misunderstood it at first when it happened last time. I thought it took up Patamon's turn, but it didn't. It's a bonus turn. Patamon's really low on health. Really low on health. Making me very glad I gave him the HP boost. 
Um, but I see if we have one more little random encounter, he'll level up and get all his health and SP back. So I'm going to need to do that. There's a big dinosaur here. I'm just going to avoid it for now. Because I don't think I can survive a fight with the big dinosaur. Here's a Numamon. Let's just have a fight with a Numamon. Hope we can get through it with Patamon. Oh, there's two Numamons and a Mushroom Mon. Uh-oh. Looks like the Numamon gets the first shot off. Let's see. Hopefully it doesn't poop throw Patamon. Oh, Gabumon. Thank gosh. Okay. Um, maybe I should use an item to heal Patamon. No, the plan is to level up Patamon. Uh, he's still got 78 HP left. Let's just see how we go. All right, victory. Um, little Patamon leveled up. So did Tentamon. That's good because Tentamon was getting pretty low on SP. We're all, we were all pretty low on SP. But there we go. Patamon level 6, full health, full SP. Um, Tentamon, full health, full SP. Gabumon's doing great for health. His SP's really low. But I think... Um, I think that... Uh, yeah. I'm just going to keep on leaving that dinosaur alone. And I also get the feeling... I get the feeling that this path that I took... Oh, well, hey, look at this. It's just looped around to... Remember when I said never eat soggy wheat picks? Never... Uh, yeah, northeast, southwest. There was a path to the north I took. And there was a path to the west I didn't take. Well, it was a big loop. So it looks like there might be something I missed. Maybe I have to fight these dinosaurs. Let me backtrack up the path and fight that big dinosaur. <laughs> All right, here we are. I'm going to try and get it from behind. Boom. What the heck is this? A successful ambush. It's a monochromon. A monochromon. And it's got a little pneumomon there to help it. Okay. Uh, Gabumon is still uh, on, like, no SP. So he can just attack. Go ahead, Gabumon. Attack. Uh-oh. 87 damage. Looks like this Digimon has high defense. Let's see if we can hit it with a Petite Thunder. Which will do damage to both the Numamon and the, and the Monochromomon. Uh-oh, 67 damage. Looks like it's immune to lightning. Maybe air... Um, maybe Thousand Wing will do damage to it. Or maybe air shot the... 195 damage. Uh, this thing's got a lot of health. This is a scary Digimon. Um, let's use an SP capsule on Gabumon. Because maybe fire is the answer to this problem. Oh, it's using Guardi Tusk. Did 172 damage to Patamon. This is a tough fight. Um, okay. I tell you what. Tentamon, see if you can get rid of the Numamon with a twice arm attack. 138 damage, not quite enough to knock it out. Um, Patamon, use a thousand wing. Good. That knocked out the Numamon and did some good damage to the Monochromamon. Um, and now, time for Gabumon to... Gabumon, use a HP capsule on Patamon, who took a big lot of damage in that last attack. 400 health restored. Volcano strike. Oh no, knocked out Gabumon. Sorry, Gabumon. <laughs> okay. Well, there goes the idea of using fire on this thing. Let's just use maybe twice arm 
will do more damage than Petite Thunder. 53 damage. This thing's, this thing's tough. Air shot. 172 damage and we shocked it. Um, is there something I can use to revive? No, there's no revive item. Um, Tentamon. Just more Petite Thunder, I guess. 52 damage, not very good at all. Guardy Tusk does 157 damage to Patamon. Let's just see how we go, listeners. Okay, I'm swapping strategies. We're going to run away. We ran away. I think the answer was to run away. Quickly grab some sharp spines from a box. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to avoid random encounters and quickly run back to the save point. I cut back when I'm in the save point. There we go. We're all healed up. Um, now, I've done a full loop of this area. Um, I surely, I don't think I missed any sparkly items, but Matt's saying we still don't have enough supplies. Let me quickly do one little bonus loop around here just to double check there were no corners I missed. Oh, here we are. Uh, yeah. At the site of the second dinosaur, the one I attempted to defeat but could not, there was a little branch to the path that I didn't see because I was too busy dealing with dinosaurs on both the times that I was in this area. So yeah, I just hugged a different wall of the path through the forest and I found a little offshoot of the path and I followed it and there's a sparkly traffic cone. Huh, these look like, uh, oh, Gabumon says, these are digi mushrooms. They're delicious when you bake them. Yeah, but you need to be careful. There's also digi-mushams. Digi Those are poisonous. So you want digi-mushrooms, not digi-mushams. Ah, so these are... So there are poisonous mushrooms here too, says Izzy. Poisonous mushrooms, says Ty. I'm sure I'll know one when I see one. Argument says, really? Well, then if we need any advice, we'll ask. Ty's like, I won't eat any poisonous ones. I'm positive. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> so I was like, why do I have a bad feeling about that? Obtain the digi mushrooms. Yamato says, we've gathered a lot. Yeah, we all worked together and we got this food, says Gabumon. Ah, I'm really hungry, says Agumon. All right, time to head back for dinner, says Taichi. And now I just have to manually walk back to camp? Well, there's another item, some soft fur. That's good. Ah, oh, well, I can't be bothered doing that. I tell you what, let's finish the episode here. The last thing I'll do is I'll, I'll look up, um, let's see. Where are we? I'm trying to find that, that weird, I guess I can't, okay. There's no, um, there's no entry for the dinosaur in our library because I haven't beaten one yet. So, so, that'll just have to do it. I think it feels like it's been a long episode, even with all the cuts. So you can't complain about me finishing now because it was a long one already. So just, there you go. Listen, in, listen to something different now. Goodbye, everyone. Good night.